When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, and welcome to Stop Hammer Time. Uh, with me today, uh, and it's great to have him back, is uh, Jim Monroe. Jim is the, the uh, sports editor of The Sun Online. Uh, now, The Sun Online, it's if you imagine a newspaper, and then you imagine the film Tron. That's what <laughs> That's what you get. That's what essentially this is. Jim, am I right? I'm, I'm sort of... I, I now know what to put on my CV yeah. for future reference. It's that's... like an electric science fiction newspaper. Electric dreams. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like what like builders have in their back, rolled up in their back pocket, but electric. Okay, is and I right? get to sit next to Ruth from Page 3 and Page3.com as well, which is obviously one of the big benefits of... Is there a Page3.com? <laughs> there is indeed. I am signing up. <laughs> Why are people not knowing these things? You should be on there already Phil yeah well I know I, well, I, well, this is a, this is this is a first I, I am going on to page three online the second I get in tonight okay uh, we don't want to hear anymore no no that's fine exactly stop no, that's that's I've, I've I've said too much I'm deeply embarrassed but yes it is essentially if you picture the Sun newspaper which we all know and you picture the plot of the film Tron that's what the Sun online essentially Indeed. is I think mm-hmm. um there's a, there's some kind of science fiction laser based battle but also hard hitting <laughs> news reporting and uh and Jim you you oversee the sports side of that uh, well, yes, um, and obviously I do get um, the chance to comment on West Ham now and again. Yeah, absolutely. That. Yeah. Uh, subject close to my heart, and a subject that caused me a lot of grief during my life as that's well. That's right, so that's right. That's why you dragged me in here, it's going to be a cathartic release. That's right, yeah, we've, been we, going we've, we've, we've deliberately uh, kept all conversation about Saturday's game uh, <laughs> completely off the agenda uh, during our... Brief time in the pub, having a gentle vocal warm up. That's called a pre-production a meeting. Isn't it? Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, um, so we're that, so obviously we played Newcastle at the weekend, and we will discuss that in detail. I'm also joined by um, uh, uh, a friend of this podcast who we've <laughs> never actually met 
in the flesh until about an hour and a half ago. And uh, if you uh, look at our Facebook group, uh, our Facebook group has uh, uh, has uh, spawned some very interesting uh, things over the last season. We had the uh, Rhino Long Cake formula, which was, I think, the kind of go-to formula for West Ham survival. He's and, still dining uh, out on it. He still dines out on that. Yeah. Uh, uh, he, he had a new formula for... He slightly overstretched himself this well, season with a formula for how the whole season <laughs> would go, and that must surely it's, it's not gone, going well. That <laughs> must have gone tits up the uh, the Rhino Long Cake formula. But we do love uh, Clyde Rhino Long Cake. But also, what we had last season was uh, conspiracy theories abounding from the <laughs> keyboard of a man, uh, an ex-Pat West Ham fan, up in the uh, mm. icy wastes <laughs> of uh, of the North of England, principally Sheffield, with whom, as you know, East London is at war. Yeah. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. after the Tevez affair, affair affair what's well, what does that one mean? half of Sheffield yes <laughs> exactly uh, we we declared war on Sheffield and principally Sean Bean uh, I have offered to fight Sean Bean uh, naked with just a grenade uh, <laughs> in a field and uh, I will kill him and defeat him and and prevent the world from having to suffer his intolerable acting and stupid views about the Tevez affair that would have sounded plausible but I have actually met you now so uh. that's right well yeah you see that I'm a tiny a tiny uh, a tiny man with a with a, a, a very uh, svelte uh, almost girl-like physique. So, Sean Bean, <laughs> I could still beat to death. That being uh, said, if you saw that mob he marched down to London with from mm-hmm. Sheffield, they were all about average age 12. So exactly, they, yeah. you'd still stand a chance. Yeah. <coughs> <Peter> <laughs> <Paul>. <laughs> <laughs> But he is Rob Chapman. Rob Chapman is Hello. here. He has joined us. Uh, and he is down on a brief visit uh, to London, where things are far more expensive than in Sheffield. <laughs> that, that is definitely true. And it's also cold. It's very it, cold. It is really cold. Whereas uh, down here. Obviously, yeah, it's, it's really cold yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, absolutely. Having come from the Bermuda of the North. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Right, quite, OK. Quite right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I was responding to the icy wasteland. <laughs> Costa del Steel. I was, I was trying to Costa get a word in Steel. about five minutes ago, but uh, I hadn't been introduced at the time, so I didn't exist technically. No, that's right. You can't... It's the rule it's, of radio. Of if, 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 uh, I'm calling it radio, but it's using the same vocabulary. Yeah, 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 absolutely. If in the listener's mind you can't see the person, mm. they don't exist. Quite right. But I've introduced you now. Uh-huh. And I, so know, I exist. So, so now for, for our listeners, the audience have got a picture of you and what you're like. Um, <laughs> well, I'd like to see, I think of myself, rather than being just a member of the Facebook, I've come up through the Stop Hammer Time Academy. Mm. So I'm an academy player who's now, you know, and I'd like to thank yeah. the gaffer actually be, for giving me an opportunity yeah. to prove myself at this level. You'll be level. playing for the Chelsea yeah. podcast within <laughs> yeah. about two years. Yeah, yeah. You'll have moved on. Um, so, uh, um, also, uh, Rob, you have, um, you have genuine West Ham in your blood and history and blood, I'm going to say again. Uh, yeah, yeah. But also true. history. Yes, indeed. Troy Heritage as and well. Blood. And yeah. heritage. I, nice in fact, I can say I believe Jim, Claret. I should say yeah. Jim is a journalist. Jim, <laughs> yeah. Jim is actually just passing adjectives and nouns over to me <laughs> as I speak. It just makes my sentences work a bit better. At the end of each paragraph, we get a one-word summary of what that paragraph is. Indeed. Means. And yeah, I shall be Googling things indeed. later as well. Absolutely. Uh, uh, yeah, yes. yeah, no, I believe Claret. That's true. Yeah, so, uh, because uh, you have a 
uh, you actually have a familial uh, yeah. connection to West Ham United. I do, yes. Describe it to the, the listener. And, and to you as well. Um, and to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not interested. I'm <laughs> going, I'm going out enough. for a wee now. <laughs> <laughs> if you, just if you could describe uh, Yeah, my, uh, my granddad. I feel like one of these people on, you know, Strictly Come Dancing who's basically only on there because they're related to someone famous. So, um, And that's not even true. So that's no. the Z list of that. Right. So, uh, uh, yeah, my granddad was Eddie Chapman. A lot of people are on the X Factor because they're related to Professor X from the X-Men. Yeah, I I know, (laughs) I know, I know, indeed. I don't even come from a broken home, so I haven't even got that in my favour of the X-Factor. So, your granddad... Yes, is Eddie Chapman. Eddie Chapman. was uh, played for West Ham for very many years and uh, then became the first, I believe... Uh, it was club secretary, and then he was the mm. first ever chief executive of a football club. Um, so, uh, 49 years he was with West Ham. So Wow. Yeah. Wow. And, what, what, and bought the bowling ground. So, uh, hence, uh, yeah, so this is very interesting <laughs> for me, this whole sort of moving ground. Yeah, thing. absolutely. It was, uh, yeah, 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 it's, it's uh, yeah, the, my granddad bought it. Do you get a percentage of the selling on <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That would <laughs> yeah. be really you good. Like, like Rio like or player something. Transfer, yeah. like player transfers. I'm afraid you've it, got a, no, I don't no. know what... Oh. I, to be honest with you, I'd, I'd still take that arrangement as long as it doesn't mean I, I'm still lumbered with the costs of what they buy afterwards. Yeah, so, like, yeah I take it so. when he bought the ground, he did have West Ham in mind. It wasn't just like randomly shopping one day. I thought that looks good, patch of green. Yeah, bit yeah. of a stadium around Ken, it. Ken Bates style. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it was a <laughs> nice rink for a while. Uh, <laughs> yeah, under, yeah, yeah. Under, yeah under no, no, yeah, no. He, he was one of the first things he did is um, as soon as he became an administrator, he decided to buy the ground. Wow, from uh, from the council and. Um, well, obviously, I'm completely biased, but I'd say it, it, that may have financially saved our bacon on a couple of occasions. Yeah, yeah. Thus far, and um, thus I'm not entirely convinced about the idea of moving to a no, nor rented ground that we pay large amounts of money to and don't own. Well, it was interesting that that kind of the one sort of impediment to expanding the ground was that school uh, that yeah. was next to the West Stand. That eventually the problem was solved in the most obvious way. Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> buy it, knock it down and build them another one. Yeah. Uh, and it does look like it was uh, <laughs> sort of like flat packed from Ikea, that school now, as it was a kind of, you well, know. I, does anyone actually really understand the reason why we should be moving ground? I don't know whether this well, is you know, well I mean, obviously in a few years' time we're going to be in the Champions League we're going to need yeah. a stadium that holds <laughs> yeah. 60,000 people yeah. and can support all these highly paid players that are going to be strutting their stuff in the name of West Ham kissing the badge mm. as they go absolutely but yeah. we at the moment own a bit of real estate don't yeah. we and it, presumably if part of the financial uh, incentive to selling the ground is that you can liquidate that kind of asset and then you're renting the, the Olympic Stadium mm. that seems like a kind of really dangerous situation to be in in that you don't own anything anymore Quite. you are a wandering team that yeah. happens to be renting this former olympic stadium well you've also got to, sorry actually let the proper journalist speak here but, <laughs> why uh, well you've got <laughs> it's a bizarre situation because you've got debts of around about 100 million so i can understand the argument to say you sell the ground to clear the debt but what do you do then because you i don't think you'll sell the ground for 97 million which is the amount no. that we're currently in debt for you've got then they reckon conversion costs to take it from the olympic stadium to a sixty thousand seater is going to be 100,000. So we're going to have to pick up, you'd have thought, at least half the cost of that. And then the argument assumes you can fill it. And if you can't fill 40,000 people, um, you know, the fact that I can wander in from Sheffield and buy my ticket uh, means that you're not, you know, this is not a situation whereby there's a massive long waiting list to get a ticket for every game. What what atmosphere are you going to have in a ground where you can do that? Exactly. Ah, Yes, well, I'm glad you you mentioned that. Because... It would, I could almost get my head around it if it wasn't for the running track argument. And mm. I know that sounds yeah. like sort of parochial fans get very sort of cross about the idea of being an Olympic-style stadium, but 
it it tangibly makes a difference. Um, there yeah. have been some studies done by economists um, who say that you can you can actually judge the financial difference and the results difference that having a running track around a ground makes, and yeah. it does make a difference. And if we had a running track last season, you know, two points difference or whatever it is, and we're down. Yeah. So yeah. for all the extra revenue you might be able to get with a load of theoretical people who aren't there yet, and yeah. you can't sell them for the ground that you're currently in, this assumes that you know uh, the points difference is going to make a you know make a mm. that's going to be the, the the deciding argument. And no, absolutely, we 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 actually jumped to uh, expanding. At the point we went down last season, didn't we? Yeah. The, the, yeah. The, the inaugural season in which the Dr. Martin stand uh, was opened was our first year <laughs> in the Championship. I, I don't think that was right, actually. I, 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 I have a funny feeling it wasn't. Because I've okay. heard you mention this before, because yeah. I remember getting a season ticket for the first year they opened the Dr. Martin stand, or the Rio stand, as we like to think. I think it was Glen Rhoda's first season. Right, so, that so I could be wrong. We well, so, fluked yeah. our way to seventh and yeah. gave us these aspirations yeah, that we were going to be brilliant. Still yeah, our yeah. highest placed season for whatever since well since harry well, probably it? since yeah. uh yeah fifth and harry yeah yeah, yeah harry and but, fifth um, that was, uh, yeah we were right that yeah, season yeah. we we're very very good at home and couldn't win away mm. what the first road season first road season yeah uh Not but but uh as uh jim grant always mentions we we had the highest goals conceded yeah uh, figure. Well, we've I always think had a negative team. goal difference, yeah, haven't we? Yeah, 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 we yeah, did, yeah. managed so. to be seventh with some negative <laughs> goal, goal difference. Well, we actually finished seventh on the final day of the season, didn't we? It was the highest we'd been all yeah. season. Results we really went, went for us. On the last yeah. day, I think, but he yeah. had a track record, didn't he? Every club he'd been at, he'd finished seventh in the first season yeah. and got them relegated the second yeah. season. So mm. why break the habit of a lifetime? Absolutely. Shall we broach the subject of Saturdays? No. It feels like we've been padding because we don't actually want We've to actually talk avoided about talking about, about, talk about it before about the, the podcast. Right. I, I, I've got I, I quite really a lot of material, so. yeah. <laughs> uh, Eddie Chapman, though, uh, Jim, you, 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 you mentioned you had his autograph or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but weird, weird story. Wow, uh, the glamour. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good segue, good cut to that uh, yeah, moment. Yeah. Um, I'm just <laughs> delaying, just one tantalising <laughs> bit Talking about Newcastle again, yeah. We unleash the torrent of... Uh, it, very briefly, it was the it was actually the board meeting that was to decide that West Ham would release Gr- Ron Greenwood to be England manager. And West Ham were due to play Norwich in the first game of the season that Saturday. And I was about 12 or 13 at the time, and I'd come belting down to the ground to get a ticket for the Saturday. Couldn't understand why there was a group of guys stood outside this door near the ticket office, which used to be up in the, the back of the old West Stand, with cameras and notepads and all sorts, bearing in mind this is a long time ago, so long before mobile phones and things. And I said, I said fellas, do you know where I can get a ticket from for Saturday's game? They said, yeah, knock on that door. As a 12 or 13-year-old, didn't know that that was actually the boardroom door, because, again, the, <laughs> the ground was a bit dilapidated and... It was very easy to get yourself into the back of the stadium. Knocked on the door. Who answered the door? Eddie Chapman. Uh-huh. Bit of a chat. Come back on Saturday, son. Could see that I'd been put up to it by a bunch of scurrilous journalists. So, obviously, <laughs> that moment onwards, I wanted to be one of these guys who completely convinced me to knock on this door in the first place. Yeah, yeah. And, and he actually said, look, come back on Saturday. And he signed a little bit of paper saying, look... Get this lad a ticket, bang, 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 Eddie Chapman. I've still got it at home. Obviously kept it, Knox had got a clue who Eddie Chapman was, but because it was like a get a ticket on the day that Ron Greenwood then became England manager. Yeah, yeah. Well, landmark day. (laughs) 
Good. And now I've mentioned it on air, I can sell it on eBay, so it's (laughs) double whammy. Well, you're all over the internet because uh, you're part of the internet part of the Sun newspaper. Indeed. Like a science fiction. I exist in the electric world. Exactly. Uh, You've got a lot to look forward to on the internet. If you're that excited about the idea of page3.com, the internet's got a whole world for you. When I get home tonight, I'm going to buy a computer (laughs) on Amazon. It'll never catch I shall write to Amazon. And get them to send me a computer. Send a telegram. <laughs> I shall send a. I shall send a man on a horse to Amazon. Uh, to buy Do you want me to tweet them for that's, you? You, you laugh. That's still our main mode of transport in Sheffield. Oh, in yeah. Sheffield, of course. Yes, of course. Um, so, all right. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking at uh, Facebook. 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 Uh, Facebook. Um, Graham Halliday says, "Okay." Anyone actually know what happened today? He obviously wrote it on the day of the game. Yeah. Great first 20 minutes. I'd say about 13. <laughs> In fact, the best I've seen them all season. Yes. Second half was the worst I've seen them. Yes, we agree. Jim and I were at the game. Worst they've played. Uh, mm. It was sort of like the kind of headless uh, days of... Zola and you know Zola was. Uh, yeah. I thought Zola did a lot of really good things when he came to the club, but he, but but he seemed to sort of lose the dressing well, room. Do, and, do, uh, do you know? What I think that the, the real problem with Saturday was any West Ham fan I spoke to before that game. There was a level of expectation yeah, mm. that we might actually win the game. Mm-hmm. We've not had that for about two years. No, no. We could go into any game playing anyone where we thought we might win the game. Yeah, yeah. And the thing with a five-game unbeaten run. When you look at what had been going on during those games, gradually we'd been getting better. You know, half time against yeah. Fulham, things weren't working. Yeah. You made a little tactical tweak, we get back into the game. Yeah. Wolves away, things weren't working, we get back into the game. Yeah. You could see he's making changes. And at half time, I was talking to my good friend Rob Shepherd, who was obviously here uh, <laughs> Rob. the other week, yeah. uh, cracking yeah. jokes and. Uh, How is he? He's in a good mood. <laughs> ebullient, ebullient <laughs> manner, like like he displayed. Totally. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. But you, you probably won't be surprised to hear that we, we had a chat at half time of the game uh, on Saturday, and we were saying. Exactly what everyone's been saying. Both your wrists are Good. bandaged, <laughs> I noticed. Was that, uh, is that after chatting to Rob at half time? You haven't I, seen the splint down to, my leg. Yeah. I meant to mention that earlier. Um, we're basically saying what we've already said first 15 minutes, first 12 minutes looking very good and then sitting too deep wasn't quite working but last few weeks have shown Avon will have a chat at half time he'll sort it out mm. basically in the second half not only did I have to watch the dire performance on the pitch I also oh, no. had to see Rob Shepherd turn from Rob Shepherd journalist into Alf Garnet stereotypical oh, West Ham glasses coming off dear. what the f- oh, oh. Um, and that was actually quite good for me because uh, I didn't need to bust a blood vessel because I could see no, Rob no. was doing <laughs> it for me. Uh, yeah, that's you, good. You were uh, channeling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that was the problem. The, there was no change at halftime. Um, if you look at the lineup, the start of the game on Saturday, it was exactly the same lineup that started against Stoke away. But at Stoke away, it was more of a 4 4 2. And, yeah. and it worked far better. And, and naively, I thought, when I saw the team sheet and it came in with those three guys, mm. I thought, he won't do 4 4 4 3 3. No. It'll stick to 4 4 2. Um, Abina will stay wide left He's obviously going to stick Barami fo- uh, wide right And yeah. he's going to try the two big men mm. Yeah But what was also interesting Was listening to Chris Hewton Talking after the game Because um, it, this part wasn't reported much But he was actually saying When he first saw the West Ham team sheet He was worried Because he saw big men mm. And a lot of pace 
And he said himself, for the first quarter of an hour of the game, his centre-backs were struggling to cope Absolutely. With, with what was going on. Yeah, and we didn't keep that up at all. No, that, that was, you know, Carlton Coles only ever scored one goal in a game. He's never scored more than one goal in a game. No. As soon as he scored, he should have taken him off the pitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Changed the formation. It's, I mean, I was alarmed when I saw uh, the team selection because I thought that basically that team that had been playing together should have sort of been kept together. Yeah. And, uh, because I thought Pickion uh, sort of saw less of the ball. And uh, at the moment, well, totally. he's a kind of form player for us. Yeah. And uh, he saw about, you know, 33.3% less of the ball had in that first Had for the ref at Wolves, he would have had four goals in four games yeah. coming into this game. Yeah. And very early on, there was a ball came over the top and he... And Cole ran for the same ball and virtually ran into each yes, other. Yes, And you looked at absolutely. that and thought, well, yeah. you have to change it. Counter-argument. Is it worth suggesting... There is no counter-argument. Okay, fine. <laughs> Next point on the agenda. <laughs> um, now, well, I was going to say, yeah, you're, you're, you're dead right and it didn't work. Mm. I quite... I didn't see the game. I was at a wedding, unfortunately. So, right. actually, no, I was at a wedding, fortunately. And so I didn't yeah. see the game. Right. But is so it you're going to take me to task, having been at a wedding? No, I wasn't going to take you to task. <laughs> I'm going to agree with everything you said. I was a more philosophical point. Right. So, is it worth saying that we, it's, it's a good situation, that we've got a manager that's prepared to try something different, rather than being, you know, hampered by well, necessarily yeah. having to play 4 4 I think there's been the a lot of knee-jerk reaction to the fact that we've, we've put in a pretty pitiful mm. performance. And it was the second half when people thought, this is as bad as Wolves from yeah, last yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and oh it God, can't I get, I was that cannot get <laughs> much worse than that. Yeah. But, you know, we have gone through terrible. a run of five games unbeaten. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Saturday, he got it wrong spectacularly. Yeah. Agreed. The worrying thing there was that we, we thought that, maybe naively, maybe not, that he had sorted things out and slowly and gradually things were getting yeah. better. True. Yeah. I think what happened on but Saturday it was, was one one at ha- Sorry, yeah. Phil. It was 1-1 it was yeah. at half-time. So it, <clears throat> it wasn't like he had to go in and deliver a kind of tactical change and team talk as if we were 3-0 Well, no, I think down. he did. And in fairness, I mean, again, when you're at the game and yeah, you're obviously agree, looking yeah. down on the pitch, we were playing far too deep. We scored the goal. We were playing far too deep. It was deep. unbelievable. We had no width. J- uh, Barton yeah. was just running free down the right. As soon as Chris Hewton had made a few tactical changes himself, Barton was free down the right to put in mm. the cross for the first goal. He put in the cross for the second goal. Nolan was at walking pace in the middle oh, yeah. of the pitch. Well, the two yeah. goals were just right. more yeah. or less identical. Yeah. They? What was uh, um, DeCosta for the second goal? Just seemed to wander away. Yeah, he did. But you know, the, you're going to get individual errors. The thing, as a team and throughout the game, changes should have been made sooner, yeah. and they weren't. I thought his change, uh, which was enforced by Pickyon's injury, was uh, the wrong move because uh, mm. it was a kind of like for like. Mm. striker change whereas the Barrera change at that point yeah. would have left him with another substitution yeah. to make later on uh, you know uh, bring in another midfielder because yeah. because in a sense our three up front was not working no. and he just basically took off a striker and, pu- and tried put to put another striker into the 4-3-3 tried to put another striker on couldn't find one to put McCarthy, no, yeah, McCarthy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's never a positive move <laughs> not <it>? really <laughs> uh, so um, although credit to Barami for uh, the fastest he ran all day was when he ran off to be substituted. Yes, absolutely. I don't think he was on a promise in the evening or what, but I've never seen him move so fast in all my life. Instead of the board uh, with the numbers, they just held a model up in the air, uh, and he ran towards her. Um, it was interesting, though. I mean, there was a, uh, they, the... 
Oh, Binner's uh, shooting ability. It's like when you when when hitting the woodwork includes the corner flag. Yeah. Uh, that's that. that, that have you have you to seen, change your standards. Uh, Phil, you? Have you seen? There's a good stat that I, I retweeted today. Very good stat. He's had the most shots in the Premier League this season without scoring. Thirty-one shots yeah. on goal. Is yeah. Frank Lampard in disguise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Disguised as not Frank Lampard. Yeah, indeed. Lena. Yeah. Uh, it's extraordinary. Uh, I mean, uh, you've got to you've got to admire him for uh, shooting from mm. before he's got on the pitch. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's 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 wonderful. Mm. Uh, but he just doesn't have a shot on him, does he? But you have to say, Joe but Cole. Uh, used, mm. Still doesn't really have much of a shot, but he's got a much better shot on him now than mm. he used to. And uh, I've been, uh, you know, uh, I mean, this is as those Liverpool fans will attest. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. It's all practice for What I mean, what's been good about Abina is he can take people on. Yeah, and, and uh, he's belting down the left. He and worked his nuts off. I, I didn't quite understand when he swapped to the right flank at the back end of the game, and Barrera was still on the right flank. Yes. So there's then <laughs> no one down the left, and like everyone having a party mm. down the right hand mm. side, and Newcastle mm. just chatting in the middle of the pitch. Absolutely. But you know he can take people on. He, you know he won the penalty. Uh, His general all-round play is he, great. He causes yeah. danger. You know he yeah, pinged yeah. a couple of passes across the box in the, in the, the first half, mm-hmm. and and we look dangerous when we've got someone putting that sort of delivery. The the, the midfield three um, still kind of. No. Just a test. I'm saying no. You haven't even spoken. Yeah. <laughs> I know yeah. what you're going to say. <laughs> it's just that thing that, we, that, that I mean. You know, I keep banging on, even about Scott Parker, is that he's mm. the, the two thirds of him that he does brilliantly. Almost no other player is mm. as good as him. Yeah. That one third, you'd almost take the other two thirds being of a lower standard if he could just find a final ball or, yeah. or just do something. You know, it's it, but, it's weird, and they're all a bit like that. I think it's been. Beaten out, you know. Again, another uh, drum we bang on this podcast yeah. is our big theory that Kirbishly bashed all sort of progressive play out of Mark Noble's brain uh, mm. because it, because it's just becoming kind of a, a, a psychosis that now our midfielders really can't score goals unless. Sort of, unless the kind so of long, that's blood the fills Scott Parker's veins, and he yeah. occasionally scores. It was well. Noble's ball though that set up the goal, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it, it was. was a great, great, absolutely. He's a great player. Pass. He's a great yeah, player, yeah. you know. And he has that bit. Basically, if you combine him and Scott Parker, mm. unfortunately, yeah. then that. <laughs> well, you still have someone that didn't really score that often, yeah, and, no, and no, there's no. plenty of teams. Scott, Scott Parker scored some. Well, he's scored three goals already this season. Yeah, yeah, including the goal of the season. I know. There's sort of my point in a way mm. is that is that the you know bar a kind of rush of blood to scott parker's brain when he gets that kind of brave heart painted blue face kind of mm. uh sort of you know kind of can't think Don't of that'd be off chelsea exp- yeah expression um and he scores you know one of his brave courageous sort of goals i mean we just haven't had mm. we don't midfielders think of the days when- used to do that though didn't he when he first Barami first came he would sort of maraud forward yeah. occasionally and score but the odd goal here he doesn't look the player he, he was no, no, he sort of go back in history but you had little players like jeff pike Little tummy Jeff Pike would be pottering into the penalty area, banging in five or six goals quite absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And you bring it forward, and you've got um, 
Berkowitz, and then even further mm. forward, Israeli connection, you know, Ben yeah, Ayun. Ben Ayun, yeah. You know, we're, we're just lacking that sort of real bit of talent. Well, even Di Canio. Yeah. yeah. Di Canio would sometimes sort of bit attacking midfielder, forward, just someone who can just do something mercurial. a bit different. Yeah. We just don't, we haven't got that. No, no. We don't no. have, um, I mean, it's that, that. Well, we had Diamante. I mean, I always thought that he was our equivalent of that. Well, yeah. I think so I, I conned myself into believing he might be, but I think I believe the hype too much because I. What do, you, know, you could take a good free kick, oh, but you know, t- I still taking people Arsenal on and uh. yeah, I, d- I sort of don't feel he kind of got a real run in the side, but mm. uh, it sort yeah. of feels that he kind of came and went like a ghost. Yeah. And uh, uh, Don Perret, who uh, does this show, uh, Imran's father, said that he's uh, kind of uh, the fulcrum of uh, Brescia's. It plays for Brescia now, isn't mm. it? Brescia's uh, kind of entire set of tactics is sort of built around mm. it. Yeah, yeah. Was it Livorno um, before then? They, they he was basically got Livorno, prom- promoted yeah, yeah. on the back of him. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, we don't, we sort of don't have that. And it, it's, no. it felt like Avram Grant is a bit like someone with a kind of toddler on a bicycle that he, he, he had to yell at them uh, at half time, a Wolves to get a performance out of them. And this game, he sort of thought, well, if they keep doing what they're doing, they'll get back into it. But they just didn't. didn't and in no. fact, I mean, just that, I've never seen a team compressed to no. pretty much our own 18-yard line team, no. after scoring a goal. Yeah. You know, we, we were actually bamboozled by scoring yeah. a goal. It seemed to confuse us, throw us into a kind of, you know, it's just... Well, it didn't just confuse you, Phil, because he, his body language after the game when he came into the press conference... I mean, apart from a very nice white sparkly pair of trainers that he was wearing that really <laughs> did shine. I mean, he, He's been he, in Essex too long. Yeah. <laughs> I do wonder if they're going to last through the winter. I mean, they cannot last with that white gloss through the winter. No, that's no, a different they subject. Won't. When he, he came into the press conference, he sort of sat, he slumped down into his chair and he was leaning forwards yeah. and he was mumbling into his microphone. And uh, I still feel he's got to be given some time to try and sort of. Absolutely, you cannot yeah. make changes so soon into the season. You've had tweets, haven't you? But uh, I have had tweets, tweets from about... people saying, you know, it, uh, how long will he be given? How yeah. long should he be given? I mean, if if you were going to be his harshest critic, uh, if you were going to say, how long should we give this guy? Look at our next six games. Mm. Uh, we've got three home games against uh, the West Brom's coming up. Yeah. Um, you know, we've got Wigan coming up. Uh, we've got Blackpool coming up. It's West Brom, Blackpool, Wigan are the home games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Away we've got Liverpool, uh, Arsenal's up next, obviously in Birmingham in between. Mm. Out of those six games, you'd say you've got to get three wins. Yeah, yeah. You've got to start looking at winning some games instead yeah. of these yeah. draws. Um, that takes you to the back end of November. Then you've got to take a serious look. But yeah. you, you can't be making changes now. No, 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 totally saying that he's odds on favourite to lose his job it's, is ludicrous. He's done a now. really good job, actually. Yeah. I mean, that, 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 that we haven't had a, play, a, a manager that's been able to make changes within the 90 minutes since Pardew, really. Yeah, exactly. um, well, even and, with Pardew, there were times when yes. you thought, if you're not on top in the first 10 minutes, we're not going to win this game. Yeah, I, th- I agree, actually. So, I, think, I think Pardew was the closest we had. And mm. if, you, if you take Pardew out of the equation, I don't think we've ever had a manager sort of since mm-hmm. kind of Lyle, possibly. Lyle, uh, who, who <laughs> could make changes within the 90 minutes, because Harry 
certainly couldn't. No, Harry, no. Harry, basically, his tactics were based around the checkbook and <laughs> buying players yeah, that, uh, that would play you, well. You couldn't buy players during the game, which no. would help him out. So. No, that's right. That that's where his strategy <laughs> fell that's down. That's where he <laughs> fell down, exactly. That's Lads, I've just bought this Croatian lad. Get him on. Yeah, yeah. Well, the numbers just fallen off his shirt, Harry. It's just like a hotter iron, Jane. Hotter iron. No, you're absolutely right, though. He's a manager that can that can change things and it's it it's a bizarre thing because it doesn't actually feel like we're bottom of the league i know we've just lost the mm. last game but we came off a five game unbeaten streak admittedly one in yeah, the cup but that's right and you know i've been pretty you know positive and ebullient for the last sort of few weeks and it's which helped very, i think very, we yeah. all went into saturday absolutely. with a positive yeah, attitude totally. and it's i think we should you know i know this is gonna sound very naive i think we should put it down as a bad day at the office yes i think you'll learn from it well, I, d- I agree with you completely it didn't yeah. work at all consider so. this after tottenham everyone thought we were going to be winning the league well, exactly. in two years so exactly. you know after newcastle everyone's saying that we're going to get relegated know, let, let's just let a bit of time go by see Quite. how we get on the next Quite. few weeks and Zola let wouldn't have done any better him. in the games we've played. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Mm. Um, what, do you, um, what did you think about uh, picking Cole, though, uh, uh, and adding well, it to the sort of picking Phil, on a pinner? Why, why did he pick Cole? He, could, he didn't even answer the question properly in the press conference no. afterwards. So Carlton Cole has played a part in all 11 games this season, and he scored one goal, which was Saturday. Yeah. And as I say, he's never scored more than one in the game, so he should have been Does off the pitch. Does that answer the question? Then. Yeah. But beyond that, Rob, last se- if you look at the back end of last season, yeah, no, the right. last 12 games of the season, Colton Cole scored one goal. Mm-hmm. Put yeah. that together, that's 23 games, two goals, and that's excluding all these blanks for England. No, no, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, why I th- making the fulcrum of the attack? Sure. Yeah. Why, why suddenly do that? There's no, it, no was a, it was but, a really... But in his defence, he did score, though. Yes, yeah, yeah. after 12 minutes, get him off the pitch. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I, if I could have shouted louder, I'd been, Avram! <laughs> <laughs> it was actually, I mean, that used to, that used to happen in, in the kind of second or third season that uh, Lampard, whose uncle was the manager of the team, got into the, in, got into the team Thank every you week. qualifying that, Phil. Um, I'm, sure, <laughs> you know, I'm sure we didn't know that one. What, what, what <laughs> happened was he would be shit for 90 minutes, mm, but yeah. would often score in a game. Just mm. at the time, you're sort of screaming for him to be taken off because yeah, it was just such... He so was only 12 at the time. Yes, you know, that's right, yeah. Carlton Cole is 27 in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah. At the age of 27, yeah. strikers should be hitting the peak of their form. Absolutely, and yeah. He's yeah. not, and and I don't think he ever will. He, I, he's yeah. our Michael Ricketts. Yeah, and Michael Ricketts had a season is. and a half yeah. with with Bolton, got his England chance, and then three and a half million pound transfer to Middlesbrough, and then disappeared without a trace. I used to live next As- door to Michael Ricketts. Wow. <laughs> well, I say next door. I used to live in the flat above me. Wow. He's a very, very nice chap. So, very big. Whereabouts big, was this? Yeah. Leeds. Well, he was playing for Leeds. He went on loan to Leeds for a season, he four did. half oh, seasons, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So when I was leaving Central Leeds, but that was Sorry. that was um, <laughs> that was the kind of. Uh, issue at the the weekend for me was that uh Clearly, uh, I mean, Picayon did set up the goal. Uh, yeah. uh, Picayon was seeing less of the ball. And well, he was just you, crowded you, out. Your, yeah. your form players, you, you have to get them on the ball. And we don't have creativity in the midfield. And actually, Picayon is well, a kind of a bit of a Picayon, link-up. Picayon himself, against Stoke away, he picked the ball up at the halfway line, beat two or three players mm-hmm. and hit the crossbar. Yeah. He did it again against Wolves. Yeah. And then he scored, scored. against Wolves, referee. Yeah, yeah. yeah This did. allowed. Really but, you know, that again was a couple of one-twos players yeah. coming in from the top he can create and he mm. was literally from the outset of that game well, if you can have a one-on-one a third less have a one-on-one on one with a keeper who do you want to have there do you want Carlton Cole hitting yeah, Rose Ed absolutely. or do you want Picky on who absolutely 70% of the time 
is going to stand a chance. Perhaps another thing you say in defence of Avram Grant, he signed Big Yon as well. Exactly for a yeah. million quid. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. it. I, mean, that's I, know he's I know he's not a youngun, but no, he's, no, he's uh, thirty-two in December, I think. But no, you know, it's fit. I mean, we were, all, you know, we were surprised at uh, his pace, mm. the amount of, you know, the actual kind of raw speed he had, and uh, the kind of. You know, he can take people on. I mean, Andy yeah. Carroll on Saturday was showing Colton Cole what a striker should be doing. Yeah, yeah. He was coming back, he was picking the ball up, he was running into positions, he was putting himself around. Yes, absolutely. Colton Cole has been brilliant for us, though. I know he for might a be season brilliant. and a half. Yeah, true, but he could. I mean, it's not inconceivable he could risk rediscover. No, that. I think it is. Oh, but I think yeah. <laughs> I will bow to your expertise at that. Well, one. I think coming off, the, I think so. Just sort of coming off missed, the bench. I think we've missed <laughs> our chance to sell him for a big fee. Yeah, that, yeah, that is. Yeah. I, honestly, I, I would. We're going to regret if it if we'd have yeah, got big money time. for Cole and Upson in the summer. Yeah. I'd have bitten your hand. And don't don't get me wrong. I would love Carlton Cole to turn around to me at the end of the season and say, "You." Because I've just scored 15 goals yeah. in the second half of the season. Yeah. But I think I'm sorry. Yeah. It's nice seeing Andy Carroll and... Uh, uh, <laughs> He's such a lovely man, isn't Manuel he? Manuel da Costa. The head had a big struggle that... Bit, you eventually, chat. Yeah, you think that's going to be... Eventually that will be broken when, up when by police wardens. Yeah. Uh, police wardens. Da Costa's will. not going to have to move in with yeah. Kevin Nolan as well, is no, he? No, that's exactly, yeah. I mean, with Joey Barton on the pitch, you sort of... Uh, <laughs> there, there was... There was da Costa, uh, Andy Carroll and, and Joey Barton. Mm. You sort of thought... There was a referee, two officials, and Jeremy Kyle uh, was was officiating on the touchline for uh, video replay decisions. I think he's a West Ham yeah. fan as well. Jeremy Kyle, yeah, we should get him. You should get him on, get yeah. Him on, yeah, yeah, and talk him through his problem. We should. <laughs> take- <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. L- listen to me. Listen yeah. to me. Turn the tables, Jim. That's a good call. Jim and Jeremy Carl. Yeah, yeah. oh, I want a ringside yeah. seat for that it's one. You and me go head to head with Jeremy <laughs> Carl on this show. Yeah, yeah. So I was thinking the other Jim, the other Jim and Jeremy Quayle would be the other Jim. Jim Quayle. That would be yeah. that and Jeremy Quayle. What a culture clash. <laughs> Quayle. Yeah, I have to say, Rob uh, Rob Chapman is currently sporting a T-shirt yes. with um, uh, Thomas Repka's face on yes. it in a very stark, high contrast uh, claret and blue mm-hmm. uh, style with the word super. Yeah, um, yep. you do have to be a West Ham fan to get it because the one yeah. word on the T-shirt is super. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Otherwise, right. it does look like Frankenstein. But yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is that the T-shirt on me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I didn't like to say anything earlier, yeah. mate. But when you it came just, over in the pub, I was like, "Geez, yeah, it's it's just there's one in every yeah. pub." Isn't Limited gene pool in Sheffield. It looks honestly. like um, it just looks like supper misspelled. <laughs> um, That's the Czech way of spelling. Indeed. <laughs> so we um. um Oh, by the way, I should mention this to our listeners. If you uh, if you have any views on, uh, um, especially, I mean, obviously, a hot topic is Avram at the moment. Uh, we all think give him time. Mm-hmm. Do you disagree? Uh, tell us uh, your views at hammertime at playbackmedia.co.uk. Hammertime at playbackmedia.co.uk. Or you can get all our links for Facebook, Twitter, and iTunes. This is all the computer world uh, that, that uh, Jim exists in. Uh, <laughs> at West Ham Podcast, all run together, dot com. And you can follow us at twitter.com forward slash West Ham Podcast. Or the, our phone app. Our phone app. iPhone app. iPhone app. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Phone app. Yeah, iPhone app. Yeah, uh, you have to say I, obviously, before <laughs> it. Uh, you this, do it in Yorkshire. This will all be, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, in Ireland, it's O phone. Um, <laughs> in the Middle East, it's iPhone. Um, and I don't have any others of those. I don't have any others. <laughs> You've of run out of geographical locations. Out of yeah, I've run out of lazy stereotypes. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> in the east coast of New York, it'd be a ay 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 phone. Forget about it, phone. Um, it, it's at bit.ly forward slash West Ham app. And that's all stored in your brain. No. Uh, in um, <laughs> in your eye brain. In Israel, in Israel it's oi phone. <laughs> oi vey brain. Oi vey phone. Uh, and um, yeah. So uh, we had a small discussion that uh, that started up on uh, our Facebook group. I think uh, Jack Quigley, who's been on the show, who lives in Australia, one of our many international West Ham fans, <clears throat> he wanted to start a uh, 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 film, famous movie names adapted uh, around West Ham players. Now he suggested the Robert Green Mile. <laughs> I, I come back, uh, Jack, with uh, Catch Me If You Can. And also let the right one in. Uh, those are my two. Those are my two Robert Green ones. Uh, uh, he also suggested Tal Ben Hur. You see where he's going with this. This uh, is pun based. It's pun yeah. based. It's I, pun sh- I based. should be smiling working for the Sun, should I? I should find this impressive. But the I'm Sun not. really, really does. <laughs> there are people auditioning for the sub-editor job here. <laughs> the Sun does come up with top flight pun based <laughs> mm-hmm. titles that you go, oh, that's good. Um, <laughs> Surely it should be the great escape. There's got to be out. The great escape. Is our, exactly, it's on every yeah, year. Yeah. You know, exactly. come on. That's yeah, what we yeah. do. Exactly. Uh, dire another day. Uh, he came up with as well. Yeah. Um, well Not like got- dire hard when he couldn't go to training because he'd been. Oh, I can't tell that story. <laughs> <laughs> delete lawyers. Delete. Yeah. Dire hard. Editing. Now give it that. <laughs> It's a bit right. Um, so, um, <laughs> I'd just like to point out that no representative from The Sun mentioned no. those two words that you just heard. <laughs> or any representative of Yorkshire. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell. Well, that's... Uh, <laughs> it's narrowed it down a bit. <laughs> that's narrowed it down enormously. Um, got any... Rob, Rob? Uh, well, got? Uh, there's... Got? Um, I've got a couple. There's, a, there's, a, 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 there's the epic um, dissection of the dark side of the porn industry, uh-huh. as detailed from the inside of a caravan. Uh, which is a Booger's Nights. Booger's yeah. Nights. Uh, well, it, it, when it came out, it was it was terrible, but apparently it looked really good on video. So oh, um, excellent. Uh, there's uh, Sam Raimi's uh, follow-up to Evil Dead and Evil Dead Two, which is a uh, Barami of Darkness. Barami of Darkness. Yeah, oh, and uh, and of course there's um, there's of course the story of the uh, the zombie winger of West Ham who terrorised defences. Which will be uh, 28, 28 days later. Twenty eight days later. Of course, you've got the uh, you've got the uh, the goalkeeping crisis uh, around December time, which is the uh, nightmare before Christmas. Nicely done. Oh, I've, got a I've got a, obviously a very simple goalkeeper based one. Jurassic Parks. <laughs> uh, that's one I've got. Uh, of I, course, I, feel I, like, got, I just have to say, I feel like someone who's you're at a party and you go into the kitchen to get a beer, and yeah. suddenly you stumble across two guys blocking the fridge yeah. Yeah. who are having this bizarre conversation. Jim, like, I forgot <laughs> to set you homework. Before this. <laughs> I, like, I forgot. That's to set fine. You I'll homework. just sit here and, and drink the beer that I was trying to get you, out of the fridge. You can read one or two of mine if you like. <laughs> a defensively minded midfielder who goes into arms dealing, Lord of Awe. Anyway, say it again. Uh, say it again. <laughs> Lord of Awe. Never Neil mind. Law. Yeah. Oh, dear. <laughs> Frank McAvenny, which way okay. but loose? <laughs> Frank McAvenny, which way but loose? There's also a, uh, a badly docu- both times. documentary on Matthew Upson's uh, Captaincy Style. The Quiet Man. Silent Running, I went Silent for. Silent Running. <laughs> I was going to go Silence of the Lambs, maybe. Um, of course, the, uh, the uh, Tim Burton's uh, science fiction movie, Lars Attacks, Lars. about Lars <laughs> Jacobson. Um, Brooking for Mr. Goodbar. Got, yeah. 
Casablanco. <laughs> Casablanco, remember him? Yeah, no? All right. Uh, well, this is about Chelsea players. Delicatessian. <laughs> Delicatessian. Did you actually high five yourself when you came up I with did, that? I did, yeah, yeah. It was really hurt, actually. <laughs> yeah, with my shoulders, I can't do that anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So if you've got any, uh, if you've got any of those uh, <laughs> pun-based things, I just must mention this email. Uh, we we tried to open the subject, though it was such a kind of um, uh, narrowed-down niche subject. Uh, what are the strangest? What's the strangest item you've ever taken into Upton Park? Ed Pentelow rose to the challenge and said, I have secretly taken a Mexican wrestling mask into the bowl-in in the hope that Pablo Barrera scores. So I can whip it on, <laughs> run down the front, congratulate Pablo, and maybe get on match of the day. Oh, bless Now that's... <laughs> who's that Fulham player who got a yeah, mask Kunalga or someone, yeah, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, Lazaro Lazaro mask. Yeah. Mask. That was the most complicated celebration. <laughs> I think when you get into a celebration that needs props yeah. and a certain amount <laughs> and of technical time rehearsal. to actually put it on before you yeah, can celebrate. Yeah, yeah. Really, I don't like it. No, it's tempting no, fate. No, 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 just very quickly, um, again, sort of, I think it was like late teens, early 20s. It was a boxing day. We always used to play Spurs at White Hart Lane. I'd been with my grand and granddad uh, on uh, on Boxing Day, and then belted over on the tube to get to White Hart Lane to meet up with my mates. But obviously, I'd just left my grand and granddad. Had a nice Christmas meal and everything. They give me a little bag uh, with uh, a few bits and pieces from the Christmas meal that uh, I could take home with me. Get to the stadium. Get to go through the old frisking from uh, our local friendly policeman. What's in the bag, mate? Um, giblets. <laughs> Excuse me. Giblets from the turkey for the cat. You fucking think I'm some sort of fucking idiot? Yeah, yeah. Hand into the bag, hand Ooh. comes out covered in giblets, which is what it was, giblets for the cat. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm sorry, but I did tell you. <laughs> Nicely done. Nicely so it wasn't done. quite secret, but it was um, very amusing at the time. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, very good. Um, now, uh, we've got to wrap this sucker up because we've done about 42 minutes now. About. Imran. Well, I've got his uh, iPhone, uh, which <laughs> you'll know all about because of... Uh, your connection to technology. Indeed. <laughs> it's got an app, apparently. It's got an app. There's an iPhone app. Uh, you can get it at uh, bit.ly forward slash West Ham app. <laughs> he wakes up uh, at night so saying that in his sleep, doesn't he? <laughs> we have to do this. Uh, I'm sorry to make you do this, but our next game is against Arsenal away, I believe. Yeah. Uh, uh, predictions? Well, <clears throat> um, yes. Uh, Arsenal away, first uh, team to uh, beat them at the Emirates. Last team Lost to, be them to beat them at yeah, Highbury. Yeah. Absolutely. So we'll, we'll lose, obviously. Yeah, West. No, no we, well, we might get. I'm going to go one-one draw. Yeah. One-one uh, well, draw. I, you know, this is this is a positive podcast. Yeah. Jim, I'm glad you said that, Rob, because what has infuriated me with Zola was a, a lovely man to speak to, but. You'd come to Chelsea away or, or Arsenal or whatever, and he'd be like, well, you know, after them we've got Fulham and we've got this and we've got that. I don't, I don't care about afterwards. Yeah. There's yeah. 38 league games to play. Yeah. You can get three points from every single game. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's good, look good at side. that It was game. interesting, though, wasn't it? Last, last season, we didn't actually really upset mm. anyone. No, not we, at all. We had a couple of sort of, you know, heroic draws against Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea and Arsenal yeah. that were seen as kind of, you know, reinventing mm. the wheel. Wolves were routinely kind of like 
upsetting, mm-hmm. you know, how, yeah. you know, I Blackpool mean... Blackpool now, yeah, you know? Blackpool now. Well, I even mean, West Brom, it's, you know, they won yeah, at Arsenal yeah, and they've yeah, drawn at Man U after being two yeah, down. It's, it's not completely off the map in no. the kind of here be dragons land that no, you could I cause agree. an upset. But there's something about our mentality in the yeah. last couple of years. Well, exactly, recent years. Because we can't beat teams that are better than us. We might be able to beat teams yeah. that are worse than us. Well, we beat Spurs, obviously, this season, as we know. We like yes. that. I just to mention that. Yes. We beat Spurs this indeed, season. Indeed. Um, but, um, but we didn't just, you know, sneak through on backs against the wall. We, you know, we were yeah. good value. Absolutely, them. yeah, yeah. We, we, can, we can do it. So based on all of that and yeah. going with a positive attitude, I reckon we're going to lose 3-0. <laughs> right. Excellent. Excellent. Um, I, I'm going to... I, uh, I might go... <laughs> You've just changed your mind in front of us, haven't you? I might go... We can see it written yes. across Come your on, face. <laughs> Will them to win. All is draw. And Phil's just died. Oh, nil, nil, <laughs> nil, nil. I'm going to say nil, nil. Oh. Uh, 2-1 to them. Clean sheet. Uh, the nil, nil. Okay. <laughs> nil, nil. Yes, clean me. 1-1, uh, you heard it here first. All right, well, that's it for this week's uh, Hammer Time. Uh, with me were Jim Munro. Thank you very much. Whiz boy, loved it as always. Lovely, lovely to have you. <laughs> and uh, Rob Chapman. Thank you very much. Loved it for the first time. And we'll see you again very soon. Uh, come on, you irons. Come on, you irons. Come on, this is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at westhampodcast.com. If you'd like to sponsor or advertise on this podcast, please call our marketing partners, Sports Revolution, on 0207 580 2850 or drop them a line at info at sportsrevolution.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.